If you love discovering new flavor, you're going to love today's conversation. We're talking with Burke Bachache from Heraclea Olive Oil. We talk about the process of creating artisanal olive oil. We get really into the details, like really in, and it's beautiful if you love details, if you love understanding where that flavor comes from and understanding how the artisanal flavor, how and why it's different from mass produced, we get into that and it's really, really interesting. We talk about food pairing. We talk about the health benefits. We learn more about Burke's story, what inspired him to change his life and get into olive oil. So with all that said, here is Burke Bachachi with Heraclea Olive Oil. Today we are here with Burke Bachache from Heraclea Olive Oil. Burke, welcome to Flavor Report. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, I'm very happy to be here, Joe. Nice to meet you as well. So I, I'm I'm excited because I've tasted your olive oils and they're subtle, yet they're flavorful, and there's a great story behind them. And today I want to touch on all of that and a little bit more. Uh, but let's start with you. Tell me a bit about your background and how you got into olive oil. Sure. Uh, so I uh, moved to the United States approximately 10 years ago for college. Actually, that's how my story here uh, started. I uh, studied economics at UCLA. Uh, and then I went to law school at UC Berkeley. Uh, but the day I started law school, I realized something was off. Like uh, I started questioning whether I was the material to you know, be, be an attorney. But you know, uh, three years passed by, I, I took the bar exam and started working. Uh, and in my first year, I realized like finally that, you know, uh, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. So, you know, I started looking for uh, an exit plan, uh, but I couldn't find any because it's hard when, you know, it's, it, it shouldn't be planned in my opinion. So I reflected back on myself and my life uh, and my childhood. And, you know, what, what is one thing that would, you know, make me want to wake up every day with excitement and, you know, uh, get ready to work. Uh, and I realized olive oil is out there. My family uh, had owned uh, some olive groves before, but we were never uh, doing this for, you know, uh, with a business mindset. It was just uh, produced and consumed within family and friends. And I came up with the idea to, to told my family, why don't we turn this into a business, create a brand around it, and uh, sell it here exclusively in the United States because I see that there's a market for it, but the market itself is, you know, very dominated by a couple of big uh, players from certain countries. Uh, and, you know, I did more and more research and realized that Turkey is the fifth largest importer of olive oil into the United States, but you are not seeing any Turkish brands on shelves. Uh, and, you know, what's the reason for that? It's probably because producers in Turkey don't have the means to come here, establish a distribution center like channels and, you know, uh, move product. Like selling in bulk is the easiest uh, and most convenient way for those people, which, you know, I understand. Uh, but I wanted to bring a, a, a new way uh, for uh, the Turkish olive oil uh, in the United States with Heraclea. And that's how we found it, created Heraclea. 
That's amazing. Um, and we're definitely going to get into Turkey in a second. And we're going to obviously talk about the bottles in a second because they're amazing. They're delicious. Um, a lot of the people watching this are wine lovers. And I don't know if, if you if you enjoy wine as much as most people do. But region is very important. And region, definitely, the terroir definitely informs the aromas and the taste profiles. So tell us about your region. Tell us about the land that we're, we're farming on. Uh, region has, uh, has an impact on olive oil as well. Uh, and that's the reason why uh, the European Union has a scheme called uh, protected designation of origin. I'm sure wine lovers and cheese lovers will, will know uh, when I say PDO. Uh, it's the red and yellow emblem that you see on uh, certain products sold in like very specialty food stores. Uh, and PDO is basically uh, uh, a stamp given by the European Union to distinct products. Uh, what do I mean by that? Uh, so the variety of olive that we work with is called Memecik. There are over 2000 olive varieties uh, in the world. Are between, Do me uh, a quick favor, say that variety again and spell it for us. It's called Memecik. It is very unknown, very rare because it is specific to the region that we produce it. It's, it's called Milas is the region in Turkey that uh, we're located, our production is located at, our gross. And this variety called Memecik, which is M-E-M-E-C-I-K, is the variety that is distinct to this region. And that's why the European Union has given, uh, I think uh, a couple years ago to uh, this region and this olive variety, a PDO um, certification. What do, do I mean by that? Like, for example, uh, in California, most growers like use uh, Arbequina, right? Uh, or, or something else, uh, but, uh, if they were to plant memejik, which they can uh, in California, they won't be able to have this PDO certification. So PDO only comes if memejik is grown in Milas. Uh, that's, a, that's a very special uh, uh, thing for us. Uh, and you know we're very proud to be working with uh, a very rare variety. So when you buy uh, a Heraclea olive oil, it is for certain that uh, you won't taste it uh, with any other brand because uh, it's distinct to Milas. It has to come from Milas. So, so just the same way that champagne only come from the champagne of France. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's just, I, it's, it's, I didn't want to steal your like, thunder. Go for it. It's no. It's just like champagne, right? It, you know, if you do it in Italy, you can't call it champagne. It's going to be Prosecco or something else. It, it's not going to be champagne. So the same with uh, Memejik and Milas. Uh, it won't be the same in anywhere else. That's amazing. And when did you realize the magic and the power of that varietal? Did you know it? before law school when you were growing up or did you learn it through this new process when did you find out about it well uh, honestly i realized this the pdo certification is so new uh that you know we did not found this business upon that that certification we had the growth uh already 
uh, it's, it was just an added value with the PDO, but we always knew that our olive oil was uh, distinct and its quality uh, has actually recently been, uh, you know, approved by uh, international uh, ju uh, judges in New York International Olive Oil Competition, Japan Olive Oil Competition, uh, Istanbul Anatolian Olive Oil Competition. We got gold and silver medals from all of these. And this is like the first uh, year that we are uh, actively uh, participating in these um, competitions. So, you know, it's a, it's a really good um, moment for us at, at, because usually these things don't happen in the first or second year. Like you're a producer yourself for uh, multiple years or maybe generations and your olive oil is approved by these uh, organizations. So we're really proud uh, about that. Congratulations. And just to give someone listening or watching an idea of the scale of these competitions, if you're winning gold yeah. and silver, can you estimate how many different olive oils are in that competition? Do you have any ideas? I I would say in the thousands. Uh, the so numbers 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 competitors. I don't think five, but like uh, at least a thousand, I would say. Okay. And it could be as high as 2,000 or even slightly more than 2,000. And, you know, it's not like, you know, one or two companies are winning these awards. Uh, multiple companies, tens of uh, or maybe a hundred companies are winning these awards. Uh, but you know you're in select. You're still in the select few, like five to ten percent uh, in the entire world uh, when you uh, win an award in any of these competitions. Uh, and I know for a fact that the the panel is composed of people from all around the world, from all uh, producing regions: Italy, Tunisia, Greece, Turkey, Chile, Argentina, uh, and many other regions. So the, made of experts so it's a it's a good indication that the product is at a certain level of quality at the very least well congratulations on the awards and uh i when you think about worldwide competition the fact that you're winning as you said says a lot about the quality itself so let's talk about the behind the scenes and the process of making this award-winning olive oil and the only thing I'm going to ask when we talk about the process is there are people watching and listening who are very shoulder deep and they understand harvest and they understand the process. There's also people who, other than using it on their salad, they really just sure. aren't that knowledgeable. So let's try to be a little more basic, but also bringing in the, 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 the details. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it simple. Okay. Um, so uh, harvest, uh, actually, it doesn't start with the harvest. It is a year-long process. We have around 100 acres of land with over, over 10,000 trees that we take care of with a team of seven full-time on the field every day. Uh, we don't use any fertilizers. We don't use any pesticides. We don't use anything chemical or because our... Well, well, one reason is our groves are literally on, the, on mountains, right? They're not plantations. Most, uh, many olive oil brands uh, have uh, what uh, people call olive farms, where uh, the companies do uh, intensive and super, in, super high density farming 
which means that where, you know, maybe uh, 10 trees would go, uh, they uh, plant 100 trees. So it's like very uh, compact, uh, producing very high yield uh, olives, uh, but lacking uh, taste uh, because they're fed with uh, irrigation all the time. So the olives get like really big when they are given water every day. Whereas our olives uh, don't have irrigation because it's on the mountains and our olives are uh, compared, uh, relatively smaller, which keeps the aroma very, uh, you know, vibrant uh, in it. That's the actually, that's the secret behind, a lot of people who taste our early harvest olive oil say that it's a little bit bitter, especially like well, right after the harvest. Um, that comes from the um, antioxidants that are uh, loaded in it because our olives are very small, the you know, density is higher, density of antioxidants is higher. So that's why the bitterness comes in. So like I said, no chemicals, no fertilizers. We just prune the trees. Prune means you know, cutting the excessive branches because we're working in a very scarce uh, nutrient environment. Like I said, no fertilizers, so you have to keep the trees very optimal by cutting the unnecessary trees and branches, branches so that like whatever there is in the soil goes to the fruit. Uh, that's why like our team of seven constantly uh, does these kind of things, these kind of like physical touches, no like chemical alteration or anything. And uh, around October, we start uh, walking uh, around the groves uh, to determine the day of the harvest. That is the most exciting time of the year uh, because, uh, because we're working with low yields due to not using fertilizers, we really have to optimize the day of the harvest to maximize you know, our uh, production. So when we determine that day, which is like mid-October usually, we start harvesting, we uh, hire local men and women who are living in those uh, nearby villages. And we go in with a team of 20 to 30, depending on the, depending on a lot of things. And we keep it for 90 days until January. We don't want to go into January because fruit flies, better conditions, and a lot of other things impact the quality. So we try to finish everything from mid-October until um, January. We work with a local mill uh, to uh, process our olives. We, uh, right after, we, we take two batches every day, one in the afternoon and one at night, because we don't wanna wait in between. Like if you start at harvest at 8 a.m. and harvest until 4 p.m., the olives that you have harvested at 8 a.m. will have waited like nine hours before going into the uh, processing uh, machine, right? We don't want to do that because as the olive waits, uh, fermentation starts and the quality decreases. So we do two deliveries every day to the local mills, one in the afternoon and uh, one in the afternoon and one like around uh, 4 to 5 p.m. This way we ensure that our olives go right into production within two to four hours 
of harvests, which is uh, which is a great number. Uh, believe me, we're working really hard to maintain that. Um, and like I said, we do that until January, and then we uh, store our olive oil in stainless steel tanks in temperature and humidity controlled rooms with um, nitrogen gas used as buffer between the olive oil and the rim. Because like, think of a five ton tank, right? You fill it out, but there's always some portion of the tank that is left empty. And there's oxygen in that empty part. And when olive oil touches with oxygen in the stainless steel tank as it is stored, oxidation starts, which leads to rancidity, which decreases the quality of the olive oil. So we, we take that oxygen out by uh, pumping in uh, another gas, of course, food grade, safe and everything. Uh, no worries there. Uh, but that's the level of attention and care um, that we uh, give to our olive oil. There are a lot of similarities to wine in that process. And I just wanted to clarify one thing you mentioned is the timeline from the, the olives arriving to being processed. Every minute counts there because yeah. you, you need those olives to get processed as quickly as possible to keep them fresh and flavorful and robust and not let them basically spoil, yeah. correct? Now we're learning about the process. Let's switch to the fun part, the tasty part. Let's talk about your two bottles. And if you don't mind, let's talk about uh, flavor profiles, aroma, anything you'd like, but let's talk about what makes it late harvest, how that affects things. I, jump right in sure. and talk about those. Uh, so we have two products right now. We're bringing in a third one. Uh, it's not on the market yet, uh, but very soon it will be. Uh, our early harvest uh, olive oil is the white bottle, uh, which is made from olives that we harvest starting from October until mid-November. And the way that we determine those, that, that those days are not like set in stone days. You know, the way that we determine, like I told you about how we determine the start of the harvest. And the moment that we switch from early to mature harvest is when the olives start uh, turning into this purplish color, not black, but like not green also. Like uh, as months pass, the green olives, unripe green olives, start to ripen and then change in color. When we see that change into purple, the, that's the moment we say, okay, early harvest is done. Now we're doing mature harvest. And then everything else that we harvest until uh, then, which is around mid-November till January is considered mature harvest. Uh, that's the distinction between the two. The mature harvest is the black bottle. And when it comes to flavor profile, there's one disclaimer that I wanna make uh, in general about uh, these uh, like, flavor profiles, uh, I think to really, really, really understand and feel and, you know, say, yes, I get this smell in any olive oil or in wine. I'm not uh, much of an expert in wine, but you have to have uh, a sensory memory. You know, you have to have that experience in your mind. You know, as a child, for example, uh, we had a 
I still remember it. We had a walnut tree, uh, like right across the street by our house. And there was a, you know, fine paper-like cover uh, outside of a walnut right before they mature that, you know, we would uh, take from the tree and then, you know, taste it and it's bitter. So I, that, that taste is in my um, sensory memory right now. Same as tomato stems. Like if you touch a tomato plant with your hands and like play around and then smell your hands, you're going to get a very, very unique uh, tomato uh, stem smell. And that's like embedded in your mind now. So for, from now on, every time you uh, taste an olive oil, if there is that distinct smell or taste in it, that's how you recognize it. Aha. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, your, your tomato example worked well. So yeah. Okay. So like uh, in our olive oil, early harvest, for example, uh, I get the notes of freshly cut grass, tomato stems, uh, the walnuts uh, that I mentioned, uh, and um, unripe banana. Like the when you peel an unripe banana, again, touch the cover and smell it. Uh, that's the smell. But again, like I said, this this all depends on experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, even if you spend 20 years, but you don't know the smell of a tomato plant, you won't be able to detect and recognize it. So uh, one suggestion I have for people who, you know, love olive oil or, or like food in general and, you know, want to make critique of uh, things this is this is uh, this is what I was told in this olive oil school that I went to in Spain that I just mentioned to you before our interview is mm-hmm. you know uh, get your hands out there uh, touch everything smell everything taste everything and that's that's how you develop like uh, your uh, sensory uh, memory and that's how you become as people say sommelier but you know like you don't have to have a certificate to be one you know. You just go out there and taste stuff and try to memorize and remember those smells and tastes. I love that. And I was talking to somebody earlier this week and we were talking about food pairings and that was similarly had a similar answer, which was be curious, taste things, touch things, smell things and be curious. I know on your website, you're selling a cookbook, but I also know that, uh, I have to assume most people associate olive oil and food. And so from a food pairing point of view, let's talk about some of your favorite foods and what you'd pair with both of your bottles. Yeah. uh, I love uh, drizzling our early harvest on cheese plates. That's my favorite thing. Like every morning, I think maybe I'm eating too much cheese uh, almost, uh, but I drizzle uh, my olive oil on uh, uh, any cheese and uh, love eating it. Early harvest is more for finishing dishes because, um, like I said, it has a bitter aroma to it. And when you, if, you, if you cook with it, you may have a bitter taste in the food. And uh, in that cooked food, that bitterness may not be ideal. This all, uh, you know... Um, this all really depends on what you like, actually. I know people who cook with our early harvest. 
I know people who drizzle with our mature harvest. So it's not, uh, uh, you know, set in stone. Uh, it really depends on what you like, but generally early harvest is better for drizzling over salads, hummus. I like uh, using it with hummus, like I said, cheese. And sometimes just I dip my bread in it. That's a tradition we have in Turkey. Sometimes, you know, um, when there's no food, like you wake up, the fridge is empty because you're lazy, you didn't go to shopping or whatever. Uh, you just find a piece of bread and uh, dip that into your olive oil. And that's a good breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And mature harvest is for everything else, you know, Mm. cooking, baking, marinating. A lot of people I get, I hear from my customers uh, saying that they use it for marinating and then Mm. the remaining uh, oil after marination, they uh, put it in their uh, food, which they cook because it touched uh, meat. Um, but yeah, uh, it really depends on uh, how you like to use it. And is there any specific one or two recipes in that cookbook that there you, are, you love and you want to talk about? Uh, so one of the goals that we have, our goals are twofold. One is, you know, first, olive oil is a very healthy product for human consumption. Right. There are research showing that the uh, positive effects on health of olive oil, daily consumption of olive oil. We believe that, you know, a product that is so healthy for humans should do no harm to the environment. Okay, its production should not cause any more trouble uh, to our uh, mother nature. That's why we're not using fertilizers. That's why we're not using pesticides. We think there is a solution in the nature to resolve any problem that these things uh, claim to be curing. That's number one, producing uh, as uh, environmentally friendly as possible. Uh, Number two is to introduce to the world the intricacies uh, of Turkish cuisine. It, it, It is, it is, Beyond uh, just, uh, you know, as a lot of people say, when they hear I'm Turkish, they say, oh, you have amazing kebab. Like, it is just one meal in thousands of uh, distinct and unique recipes. And the way that we treat these recipes are not just a list of ingredients. I said this somewhere else as well. To us, these are stories from uh, past generations. And that Turkish cookbook has 550, I believe, very distinct recipes. Each recipe is uh, associated with a specific region or maybe sometimes even a village. Can you imagine saying like, this recipe is made in this village? Uh, that cookbook is uh, goes into that much detail. And Turkish wow. cuisine has... Uh, so much to explore, uh, but I know that you mentioning our, for a second about coming from a specific village reminds me of almost farm to table. Exactly, that's yeah. the goal. That's the goal, Joe. That's that's what we want to do here. We're we're small batch, uh, and we have uh, really certain values and principles that uh, we want to spread out, mm-hmm. uh, and we do that through this product, you know. Beautiful. 
Um, you've mentioned a few times now the the health benefits. And I just want to make sure we really cover that because it's important. And especially in today's world where everyone's trying to be healthier. Uh, are there any specific health benefits that you want to cover that we haven't so far? Anything we just more thoroughly? Um, there are, uh, there are a lot of, there are a lot of research, uh, but I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor, uh, sure. but, uh, it is said that uh, consuming uh, olive oil daily helps with uh, chronic diseases, uh, cardiovascular diseases, uh, type two diabetes, uh, and many more. It is uh, shown with research that, and we have lab reports, by the way, showing the amount of antioxidants in our olive oil, which is around 500 milligrams per liter. Which is a which is a high amount. Uh, so, consuming antioxidants is uh, healthy. Olive oil has anti-inflammatory effects as well. Uh, when you consider all of these things, uh, and if you are if you consume fats, why don't you switch to a healthy alternative where research shows that its consumption uh, helps you? Um, that's, that's why, uh, I, as a layman, uh, recommend, uh, consuming olive oil on a daily basis. It reminds me, I have olive oil probably two, three times a week and I need to up that to daily. So every day, there you go, Burke, you've given us a lot of good information. You've given us a lot of tasty ideas. You've helped us understand how your olive oil gets made. So now it's your turn what can we do for you? Let's talk about website. Let's talk about where to find you on social media. Let's talk about how to buy and how to, how to, where we can buy your olive oil. So we're available online at heraclia.co. There is no M in the end. A lot of people uh, miss uh, that. And then they're like, we, we can't find your website. Where is it? Um, we're available online. Uh, we will very soon be available on Amazon, which I know some uh, uh, people uh, choose when they want to shop. Uh, Prime two-day delivery is amazing. Uh, <laughs> so you will be able to find us on uh, Amazon as well. Uh, bag, you mentioned the website. You mentioned where to buy it. Um, are you on social media? Can we find you, follow you, tweet to you? So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Yes, Which we are. are you on and how do we find you? We're available on all social platforms that you mentioned and our, uh, what do you call it? Profile name or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Profile uh, name, username, handle. User, yeah. Username handle is uh, the same across all platforms and it is We Are Heraclea. We Are Heraclea? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, if you're in New York, we are in... Uh, this location uh, called Showfields in Williamsburg right now. We will soon be available in uh, NoHo, uh, Manhattan. And then if you are in Seattle, uh, very soon we will be available in uh, a grocery chain in Seattle. And hopefully by end of this year, we will be in uh, over 100 uh, physical locations. So people will be able to uh, find us. And this is this is a long term project. It is not, uh, you know, a hype 
uh, CPG brands coming out with a, you know, good looking bottle, but there's no story behind it. It's not like that. I'm here to change the olive oil industry by uh, raising awareness to its uh, environmental impacts, push other people to change their production uh, methods. Uh, don't use fertilizers, don't use pesticides. Uh, otherwise it becomes a money game and it's not. Uh, I consider olive oil to be uh, divine and I want it to be treated that way. And uh, I want people to learn more about Turkish olive oil PDO certified Milas, which is our hometown. I want to uh, make people know uh, that it's a beautiful place. And by the way, we are doing a harvest trip giveaway uh, on our website. There uh, is an online participation form. Plus, if you want to help out, uh, if you make a purchase of $50 or more, you're automatically entered, or you can just fill out the form and enter. But this year, uh, if, if, you, if you happen to win, we will take you and your plus one to Turkey with us to participate in our harvest Ooh. on a fully, fully paid trip. That sounds amazing. I've done two wine harvests and I've loved them. And I getting to know Turkey in that way and having that adventure. Cheers, man. That, that's a congratulations. Whoever wins, that's a lucky person. That's yeah, I'm, I'm also very excited to host that person and their plus one. It's a, it's a cultural thing, you know, in Turkey, we consider guests as, you know, those coming from God. So we really treat them with respect. Our hospitality is through the roof. Before we wrap up, I want to thank you for your time. I loved learning from you and I loved uh, just getting to know your story better. But what I like to always ask is we've been through a lot. Is there any topic that you want to bring up and share that we haven't touched upon? Uh, nothing specific, but I want to say uh, this in closing. Uh, if anyone has any kind of question about anything olive oil related, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be my consumer, like customer. You, you, just any question you have. You can always send me an email at people at heraclea.co and I will answer it and I will try to help you out with the knowledge that I have. Because like I said, my goal is to raise awareness and I can only do this by, you know, connecting with all of you. So just reach out. If you want to say what is extra virgin olive oil, what is virgin olive oil, what's the difference, you know, I'll tell you all about it. I'm here all the time. And I love doing this. So uh, feel free to reach out. You saying that just reminded me that you have a blog on your site. Yeah. And I loved that over the past two weeks because as I've been looking through your work, I've been reading your blogs. And what I love is you choose common topics as well as not so common topics to talk about. And you just make it such a user-friendly, non-intimidating way to learn more about not just your olive oil, but I feel like it helps us enjoy your brand more and really feel more comfortable with your brand. So yeah, thank you for those watching or those listening as well. Check out that blog. It's on the website. And I just found the tone of it interesting. And I just, you answer a lot of questions that we've always kind of been curious about. So I, I like that you did that. And I like to answer with science-based uh, uh, 
you know, sentences rather than saying drinking olive oil is good for you, do it. It is good, but there is no scientific evidence saying that drinking it is better than drizzling it, you know. So that's that's my style. There you go. Well, I appreciate your time. And uh, we're going to look for you online. Congratulations on Amazon. And we're going to find you on social media as well. Uh, Burke, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. And there we go. That's how it wraps up. Burke Bracciacci, thank you so much for your time. I really, really enjoyed talking with you. So I want to thank you, Burke. I want to thank our production team. And of course, I want to thank you listening. Thank you to everyone. See you next time.